Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. Quick question. Are you paying attention to what you consume on a regular basis? I don't necessarily mean what you consume nutritionally or physically. For this, for this episode, I'm more concerned with what you consume mentally. What are you feeding your mind on a regular basis? What content are you exposing yourself to? Do you watch the news? What are you reading? What is popping up on your various social media timelines? Whether you realize it or not, what you consume on a regular basis can have a profound effect on your mental health. As you know, because I stated repeatedly on this podcast, I am a huge proponent of peace. I need my life to be peaceful. So I'm very intentional when it comes to what information I allow into my field of vision, so to speak. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is thank God for allowing me to see another day. I start the day in gratitude and it truly sets the tone for my day. Before I leave the house, I go to my Bible app and read the verse of the day and watch the daily story, which includes a short video, devotional, and prayer. Throughout the day, I listen to old school R&B from the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. That music always brings me back to a special time in my life, and it just makes me happy. I have gotten into the habit of unfollowing or unfriending people from my timeline who constantly complain or post triggering content. In other words, if someone consistently posts something that makes me either roll my eyes or shake my head, then I have to unfollow. If someone has a negative or divisive opinion on everything, then I have to unfollow. Everyone certainly has a right to their opinions, and I certainly have a right not to expose myself to them. Lately, there has been an increase in the number of black creators in the film and television space, and I am here for it 100%. However, I am also selective on which type of content I'll watch. I want to be supportive, but I have got to protect my mental. Television shows and movies that spotlight black death are a huge no for me. There are several films that have come out and they are based on real events, but I can't watch them. I cannot watch. And I agree that there is a place and probably a need for these shows to be aired. I get it, but they aren't for me. I don't like how they make me feel. And I do not need to be reminded of how black people are treated in the United States. You know, I have several favorite movies that I can watch over and over again. There are movies that I can only watch once. And then there are movies that I cannot and will not ever watch. For example, I can watch Love Jones and The Best Man again and again and again. I watched 12 Years a Slave, The Help, Get Out. Queen and Slim, and Judas and the Black Messiah once. 
I will never watch when they see us. I need my entertainment to be entertaining. I'm also not a news junkie, but that doesn't mean that I'm not aware of what is happening locally and nationally. Every single time another black person is killed by law enforcement, I know it, but I cannot sit and watch a video replaying the murder over and over again. And I don't need to watch the trial, if there even is one, and listen to everyone's commentary on it. It's too much. You know, I remember in the early stages of the pandemic, John Krasinski launched a series on YouTube called Some Good News. You know, I cannot effectively articulate how good it made me feel to see something so intentionally positive during a time when it was so desperately needed. I get it. We all want to feel like we're on top of current events. No one wants to appear as though they're walking around with rose-colored glasses. I totally understand. Creating a balance between staying informed by the news and being overwhelmed by it can be challenging. Sarah Lindbergh, who is a health and fitness writer with over 20 years of mental health and counseling experience, provides a few tips for managing our news consumption. They are limit how much news you take in per day. Now, personally, I don't have cable television, only streaming services, so I will generally watch short news clips on YouTube or I'll go to the Huffington Post. Watch reliable news outlets. I'll be honest, I usually watch Stephen Colbert's monologue to get the bite-sized version of what is going on in the world. From there, if I need the bigger story, I'll check a news station on YouTube. And expose yourself to something positive after watching the news. My go-tos are cooking videos or various podcasts that I subscribe to. There is a lot going on in the world, and not all of it has to directly affect you if you don't want it to. The bottom line is that you are responsible for taking care of you, and that includes what you allow to enter your headspace. Make wise choices. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Albert Camus. In order to understand the world, one has to turn away from it on occasion. I'll see you next time. Thank you.